Hello, ladies. You are listening to the Saludable Latina podcast with Lilia Gomez Ash. The Saludable Latina podcast started with the intention to raise awareness about women's health topics, but then I quickly realized that the wellness journey is full of transitions. So I expanded my mission to include spirituality, intuitive led, and lifestyle wellness focused topics. I am more focused to bring authentic conversations and stories relating for our insight for growth in our own wellness journey. The Saludable Latina community is a group of purposeful women who are smart, passionate, and have a dynamic, diverse point of view and insights that will help many women find growth in the wellness space. And I hope that you are able to learn something from their own personal stories or health advice tips or conversations that we have from woman to woman. All right, all right, ladies, welcome back. It is halfway through the week, yes. Give yourself a pat on the back for being able to get through Wednesday. We're almost halfway done. And welcome back to another episode with Saludable Latina. So we're gonna get started real quick here because I actually wanna give a shout out to Girasoles Hermancha because I actually had an opportunity to be a speaker and facilitate one of their workshops. But before we get started with episode numero 43, I want to talk about a couple of products that I've been using that I really love for my skin, especially during the summer. How many of you guys actually use sunscreen? And if you do, do you know the type of brand that you're using and the ingredients that come behind the sunscreen? So one of the things that I've lately really loved has been the Alba Botonica line. I really love two products that I've been using. One is for my face and the other one is for my body. Most importantly, especially during the summer when the sun is hot and bright, obviously the UV rays are strong and you need to make sure you're protecting the skin. Even though you still wanna get that golden bronze look, make sure you protect the skin. Because what I noticed lately for my face is que a veces got más manchas and dark spots from the sun because my skin is adapting and changing as I am getting a little older. So I noticed on my last trip to Tulum and Hoboj, my forehead got really like dark and usually it peels away and it goes away, but there was one spot that didn't go away and I started thinking I need to use more facial sunscreen every day, regardless if it's cloudy, if it's raining, and if it's sunny outside. I'm throwing on that sunscreen on my face and then on my body. So I use two different ones in particular, but they're both from the same brand, Alba Botonica. So Alba Botonica makes products that are eco-friendly, that are non-GMO, that are biodegradable with formulas, that have biodegradable formulas, that are vegetarian ingredients, that are not tested in animals, and they're paraben-free, and they have no harsh sulfates. And as a matter of fact, one of my favorite ones that I like to use for my face is comes in a pink bottle and usually I buy them at Sprouts and the pink bottle actually has facial sunscreen and I believe in it's SPF 15 or 30 and I apply that before I even apply my makeup. Usually I wash my face, I do my acne, you know, one, two, three step. I also do my cream and then I do a moisturizer and the last step is always an SPF. So I never leave the house without putting SPF on my face and on my arms and my legs. 
So the one that I like to use my face is very um, soothing for my face. It doesn't clog up my pores. It doesn't make my face oily. And it doesn't make you feel sticky when you're hot and muggy. And all of a sudden, you just feel like you have this sunscreen and it just feels sticky. Doesn't make me feel any of those things. So I feel pretty good that I can get through an eight-hour day and still feel fresh. And then once I get home, obviously, I shower and I rinse. So that has been my favorite SPF from the Botonica line, from the Alba Botonica line. And if you want to discover more about their products, you can actually check them out at www.albabotonica.com. And I'm actually there right now on their website, and it's a beautiful actual site. They have several different tabs that you can get to know their products, like explore their products, discover about Alba Botonica, do good, do beautiful girl, because you got to do you, locate stores that actually carry the products. Um, and if you want to actually create an account, you can. And that's actually pretty neat. So I'm actually on here right now because I wanted to share the other product that I use, the one for my body. And the one for my body is the Alba Botonica Soothing Sunscreen Broad Spectrum SPF 45. And it's made with pure lavender and is actually water resistant for 80 minutes and is biodegradable formula. So it has no, no, no parabens, pethylates, sulfates, no harsh ingredients, and it's a 100% natural fragrance because it's lavender. I mean, come on, ladies. You probably have a little bit of lavender in your home, in your living room, in your office. I mean, I have a spray, and every time I come to the office, I spray because it just brings tranquility to my space for my well-being. But what I love about this sunscreen is that it's actually recommended by the Skin Cancer Foundation, especially if you're active and if you're outdoors or if you're going toward the beach and just hanging out make sure you always slap a little sunscreen on your skin so you're protecting it from the harsh uv rays the sunscreen is actually made with um, powerful antioxidant rich green tea and vitamin e to nourish the skin with aloe vera and lavender and chamomile to moisturize and smooth so when you actually apply it it feels like a nice smooth rub and nothing too harsh nothing too greasy and it just goes on and it dries and you don't even know you even have sunscreen so i really love that so if you want to know more about the products definitely recommend co checking out their web page i think it's a dynamic web page you can find out more about their story also things that they like to do is really have girl empowerment and share stories and recognitions in regards to their products and why they're still around so make sure you give them a little um search and see if it's something that you want to try this summer i highly recommend it um, i love to use it once again when um, before i step out of the house even if i'm not going to work i use it over the weekend too because i like to be mindful that our skin is like the largest organ in our body and it's the most visible so i want to make sure i'm protecting my skin so especially so i don't get any more dark spots on my forehead or on my cheeks because i've been noticing that lately so i need to go see a dermatologist on top of that but having that said make sure you go check them out you can find them at sprouts i don't think target or walgreens or cvs carries the line but definitely sprouts carries it and once again if you can't find them in the stores you can look them up on the website okay so we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna be right back so i can let you know about girasoles and matcha all 
outside. It is actually really warm in the office today. I have to remind myself to buy a fan or a little AC conditioner to keep things cool in here because I'm already feeling warm and I feel my cheeks getting rosy and you know, kind of like if you're having a mini hot flash because the room is really warm. So the girls um, did warn me it gets cold during fall and hot during the summer. Nothing that is going to be too uncomfortable, but they're super awesome. My my neighbors who are also creative businesswomen and entrepreneurs are actually remodeling the bathroom, the shared bathroom that we all have at this creative space in Mario Logan. And I walked in, I said, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, we're redoing the bathroom. Oh, that's so cool. So I donated one of my little plantitas to be in there so it can have that cool vibes. And one of the girls, Nancy, who is from Nancy Jewelry, has this really dynamic of de decor. I was like, you need to come decorate my space because I haven't finished it yet. So slowly but surely, it's all going to get ready wrapped up and ready to go so today i wanted to give a big 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 shout out and gracias mil gracias to girasoles and matcha gracias for inviting me to come facilitate a workshop to teach girls about menstruation and i was very honored that i was able to talk to these group of young girls because in my mind, I was thinking, if we're doing the work for women, why are we not starting them at a young age? So when the opportunity arose itself, there was no question that I was going to not say yes, because I wanted to make sure that I had an opportunity to get to know the young girls, um, but also have an opportunity to have this platica with them. And you know, the most beautiful part too, when Girasoles and Marcha invited me, is that they had the consent from their parents to actually participate in this workshop. So I named the workshop New Beginnings with Menstruation because of the simple fact that when I was younger and I was a little girl, I never had a positive outlook about my period or menstruation in general. It was like, oh, you got your period, here's a pad, and that's it. And it wasn't really talked about, it wasn't encouraged, it wasn't a welcoming note about you started your menstruation, here's what your body's going to go through, here's what you're going to feel, here's what you might see coming out of your vagina. I call it the flower because young girls at that age um, really don't use the word vagina too much, so I had to improvise and use the word flower. O como Selena dice, como la flor, con tanto amor, because you know your vagina is the same way. La vagina con tanto amor. <laughs> so I actually used the flower as an analog. I actually used the flower to be able to do the talk. Now I had actually coordinated this whole presentation with a lot of information to make sure that I was going to give them a thorough view and understanding of menstruation. But once I got there, I realized I really had to take it down to the basics, but not to exclude too much. So. I had to really improvise on my wording, um, how I was communicating, making sure that they were participating, making sure that they weren't getting bored, making sure that they understood. So I really made it very proactive. Um, so they are also participated and asked questions and let me know how they felt and, and being able to learn together versus me just teaching. I think it's more of a let's learn together cohesively so we can teach one another what we need to know. So. I feel super appreciative to have been out there um, to have this talk. And before we got started, the most amazing thing that I actually got to observe is that some of the mothers actually wrote letters to their daughters about what they were going to be experiencing and the shift if and the shift that they were going to become as a young woman. And I thought that was so beautiful and expressive before the workshop even started. So. 
I was very thankful to be present for that and hear that because I was kind of wishing when I was at, at that age that my mother had wrote me a letter and really tell me how she really felt once I was going to be menstruating and becoming this young girl and developing my body, my breasts, my hips, below the belly, but in the pubic hair. So um, that's the kind of description that I had to give the girls, like very basics, but very understanding. So starting off with that notion of that the young girls wanted to be there and the moms consenting them to be there was a beautiful start to begin with already. So this actually took place in the stomping grounds at USC, the university. And I've always passed by USC and then I happened to be on site. So it was kind of like really cool to be there on site. I mean, I went all the way from San Diego to LA to do this, but I didn't mind because this group of young girls was going to be my first experience on seeing like how i wanted to actually do this type of workshop and navigation not to say that i haven't done it before because i have but with much older girls like usually between the ages of 14 and 15 and 16 but these girls were a little bit younger they were probably 14 and i think the youngest probably maybe like nine um so i really had to think wisely about how to interpret the information and get this information out to them so they can feel like they were going to feel empowered Along with explaining menstruation, one of the things that I really explained was the vaginal white discharge that most girls experience before we even get our periods. I think when we're able to talk about that and recognize that, we empower the girls to getting to know their own bodies at such an early age. So none of us knew about the white discharge. I mean, I don't know about una amiga or a friend that their mom said, oh, by the way, you're going to have white discharge before your period. So I made it very clear to intentionally have that as part of the presentation saying, you're going to experience white discharge. And what can it look like? It can look like glue. It can look like a little bit of clear substance in your underwear. And I had to really explain that part because they're going to experience that before the period starts. Once they experienced that, some of the girls were like, what? I don't understand the white stuff's going to start before the menstruation. And I said, yes, that means that your body's getting ready to transition so it can bleed. So once you start to bleed, you begin your period. And then your period can last anywhere from three, four, five days, depending on how your cycle rhythm will be because your cycle changes over time. So I didn't go too in depth because they were very young. But I think I also gave them enough information so they can feel inspired to learn more. Um, obviously, when they get to maybe 11 and 12, they can start asking more in-depth questions with their parents about you know, their cycle and making sure that they're tuning into their body. Other things that I included was about learning how the menstruation comes, um, the brown discharge, the color of the menstruation, it should be red, it shouldn't be dark, dark, dark. And if there's any type of symptoms that is that they see that it's a little abnormal to always have the talk with their parents. So if they need to go to the doctor, they can go see the doctor and make sure everything's okay. So color is very important about when you start your menstruation. And I think if young girls can have that information at hand and seeing that color obviously they're going to start to learn about their body so one of the things i actually included to give them was this period tracker this table that had the months and then rows of hearts and i told them when you first start your what your discharge you color it 
like a yellow color. That means your healthy discharge is coming. And then when your menstruation comes, you color it with a red color and you color and then you track how many days your period is actually starting and how long it's going to be. And then after it's getting done, you might see a little bit of brown. So then you color a little bit of brown and then you can see your pattern of your menstruation at a young, early age. And also too, you start to see that the same pattern is not going to be the same as the next month. That means that your period is going to start on a different day on a different week so it is always going to shift so i've pretty much had to really use this object of a rose and really relate it to the period and after doing that they really understood because one of the things you understand about spring is before flowers bloom they're enclosed right and they're enclosed that means they're getting ready to bloom so that's pretty much how i said that their bodies are getting ready your body right now is just getting ready and then when the time comes you're going to bloom and when you bloom your period is going to start and everybody just kind of smiled they're like oh i'm like a flower i'm like yes you're like a beautiful flower that's getting ready to bloom and along with blooming you're going to see your body change and transition you might experience a little bit of hair under the armpit your perspiration your your sweat it might change in order below the belly button you might start to you might start to see a little bit of hair growth your hips are going to get a little wider you're going to stretch your chest might start to grow um, and you'll start to see these changes even your voice will change and knowing those cues of when their body is changing is also being self-aware about their body making sure that they're being familiar with their body but also making sure that they know that they're becoming a young woman so it's very important to know as they're growing to self-defense self-defense is so important for young girls because they need to make sure the appropriate talk and the appropriate body movements um, of expression that is um, should not be allowed if it's coming from a different perspective so i did talk about self-defense towards the end in the middle to make sure that they need to be aware like if someone's saying something to you that is wrong you say don't talk to me that way or you go to your parent and you let them know right away um, or if someone's trying to make a gesture that's inappropriate you learn self-defense and you learn how to say no and you learn how to define yourself so some of the girls were athletes so i didn't even have to go into how to do a self-defense there were like soccer players and swimmers and jiu-jitsu and karate so i told them use those skills use those skills for self-defense because as you're growing up there's going to be some comments and some looks that you're going to get from the opposite sex that might not be appropriate for you and hopefully it doesn't happen you know so for now don't worry about that right now you worry about you being a young girl and loving everything around you and waiting to for you to bloom so the right time you embrace that change other techniques that i actually talked about was how to alleviate cramps the natural way because i had to relate to the pelvic area as a tummy so i let them know you're going to feel this very strong sense of bloating cramping and pain and one of the things they're going to want to do is crawl into a fetus position or they just gonna want to just lay down so i have them tell me what is one thing that you can do for heat and one of the girls oh i can make heat with my hands and i say show me how and she started rubbing her hands fastly together quick 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 i said what do you feel friction what else do you feel heat so then all the girls started doing it and then all of a sudden they're like oh my hands are warm where do you want to place it oh we don't know place them in your tummy below the belly button and then you tell that tummy i love you very much and i'm here for you everything's gonna be okay and when they did that they were like oh i feel a little better you know it's a practice for them to actually know what to do when they start having these menstrual cramps um 
basically the natural way versus giving them a Tylenol or Advil. I also show them what a, a heat pack looks like. That's made with herbs. And I show an example, one girl laying down and being able to put a heat pack on their little tummy area to make sure that they can alleviate some of those cramps. Other things that I actually gave them um, was their first pad menstruation kit. So I was able to actually buy um, some of the L organic non-bleach um, chlorine pads and I actually got sponsored one bag and then I bought the other two because I wanted the girls to know different types of pads because I let them know how many of you like candy here and chips. Okay, you know when you go to the aisle and you see candy and chips, there's a variety and they're like, yeah, and I'm like, there's going to be a variety of pads when you walk into the aisle. And sometimes it can feel overwhelming. So one of the pads that I actually brought was a non-bleach, non-chlorine pad, a liner, a regular, and an overnight. I also brought a tampon so they can know what a tampon is. And I also brought the pee menstrual cup. And then I also brought the Luna pad, which is the cloth pad. So I was able to talk about the different type of pads um, and the different options for how to use it, when to use it, and how to keep yourself um, clean once you start your menstruation period because they are going to see blood and discharge come out. So the more they get to know about the products and being selective at a young age to protect their body from bleach or chemical items that should not be observed for our bodies, the more they can actually take direction of their own body literacy and feel empowered to say no i want this type of pad because I, I this is going to be healthy for my body so it's also a trial and error i told them when you try one pad and you don't like it you go try another brand you know so it all depends on what you want but the specific items that i took in place really i loved them all because they all gave back to the community so i i was very mindful to let the girls know as you have an opportunity to stay clean and healthy to go to school, not all girls across the country have that opportunity. So if you're able to buy a pad, like your mommy can buy a pad that gets back to the community, then younger girls can go back to school and not have to miss school when they're on their menstruation. Uh, right here in the, in the States, we have that privilege, but in other countries, they don't have that privilege. So some of the missions from some of the pad companies have a mission to always empower young girls to making sure that they have accessibility to sanitary napkins. And so I really love that I took out all of the pads, all of the options, and I went over each one. And they were very curious. They were like, what's this one for? I said, okay, the liner is for when you get the little white discharge, usually after. And then you can also use it after your period when you're kind of spotting a little bit. Um, but the regular pad is usually when you have a regular menstruation, your regular flow. And then the overnight pad is when you feel like you might get a little bit more wet than usual. And that usually protects you from staining your sheets. So we went over all the pads. And as a matter of fact, I wish I had like a science project and set up a table with different pads and have like, I don't know, some cherry glaze like um, liquid to see like how thorough these pads are in, in observing the blood. Um, but also seeing how it works and how they should utilize it. I also taught them what the lining is around and the wings because the wings protect the underwear. And then we went into the menstrual cup, which everybody was like, what's that? And I'm like, oh, the menstrual cup is a cup that you place inside. So I had to use my hands a lot for motion, like for the cervix area and 
holding the cup and then folding the cup a certain way and then placing it inside and by itself on its own it will accommodate to its right position and that's what holds the blood inside and then we're all very curious i said but you know that decision is going to have to be made with you and your mommy because you know your mommy's going to want to make sure that she's supporting your decision and also that you feel comfortable using the type of path that you feel most comfortable with or item that you feel most comfortable with so i felt pretty pretty good to be out there and do the workshop and then i also taught them about meditation and getting in tune with their femininity for their divine especially when they're getting ready to transition and becoming a young girl and then a woman so if you want to know more about who Girasoles and Marcha is, I welcome you to go check them out. Um, they have a web page. It's www.girasolesandmarcha.com. And they're a nonprofit 501c3. Um, and they empower young girls. Their stories is to be told through reminding every young girl that we have a responsibility to build and preserve our community, our dynamic, and empower young girls to keep moving forward. They believe in teaching the culture competence and a holistic view to their youth through music, arts, and experiences to strengthen their ganas to build a better future. I think we need the ganas to be able to empower our young girls just as how we're empowering our women today. We also need to start at early age and empower them too so that way they can start envisioning their feminine power at an early age and when they get to later on in their 20s and 30s, they're going to be like, man, I feel so empowered that I started that at such a young age. Um, and if you want to get to know more about them, once again, they have different tabs. They have a homepage about us, programs, join us, the gallery and contact. And I feel really honored that um, the main host really invited me to be out there because on this summer camp, they made it all about the holistic movement. They brought in different facilitators and speakers to teach the girls about different modalities to being able to experience how to motivate, heal your body, your emotions, and empowering your body through the natural way and really making decisions that are going to help embody that practice. So thank you so much for the invitation. I felt so honored to be out there and I hope that you're able to go check them out and contribute if you can to be able to help this nonprofit organization grow. They're in LA. They are trying to make the change in LA and they're trying to build a community. So definitely go check them out so you can support their story and meeting the team as well making sure that you get to know and see the videos why they're doing it. Uh, why they decide to do certain programs, why they want to keep going forward. We're building a community for young girls, especially Latinas, women of color, young Latinas, in order to get them moving and growing. So I'm going to give a shout out to all of the staff right now. Celeste A. Rojas, Monica A. Garcia, Vanessa Garcia, Jocelyn Perez, Ada Baena, Jennifer Rivera, Nancy M. Chavez, Veronica N. Miranda Cordero, and Tracy Silva for being able to come together as a team and coordinating this nonprofit and servicing your time to creating these projects and these experiences for these young girls. So I'm going to leave it at that. And if you want to get to know them once again, you can also actually find them on Instagram as Girasoles and Macha. And they have their pictures there. Go support them. Go follow them. If you want to donate 
please go donate. Make sure we're supporting these young girls in any way that we can. Um, if you want to be a speaker for their next workshop, hit them up because we need a lot of our women to go back into our communities and motivate our young girls to see and empowering them that they have a bright future ahead of them. Bueno, chicas, that is all for now. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me at lasaludablelatina at gmail.com. And in the meanwhile, enjoy the summer, protect your skin, hydrate, drink lots of water. And until next time, adios.